Do you feel that you must communicate and connect with your husband every day in some way or you won't feel connected and loved? This is how I used to feel. Let me share with you why that is not a healthy way to handle deployment. Hello everyone and welcome to Forever Faithful Marriage Secrets, where I share my most intimate secrets on how you can grow and thrive in your marriage while separated due to deployments. My name is Liz Hauser and I know marriage life in the military certainly has its ups and its downs, but deployment doesn't have to be all tears and drama. Join me today as I share with you a different way to create a marriage that is fully committed, intentionally loving, and creatively connected even while you're separated. Good morning, this is Liz with Forever Faithful Marriage Secrets. I'm continuing to share with you what I have learned about communicating and staying connected with my husband while he was deployed. And I used to think I knew how to do this. I used to think that I needed to communicate with my husband every day, as in talk to him on the phone every day, and if that wasn't possible, every two days because for some reason if I didn't talk with him then he was gonna think that I don't love him now this is very interesting because he never actually put that expectation on me he never shared that that is how he felt but that is something that I created in my own brain do you ever have those things you're like I guess I came up with that rule all by myself and that was discovered with this current deployment um, because one particular night, as you know, every deployment is different. Not only are you typically going through different things, he's going through different things, but then your schedules are very different. Last deployment, he worked days. So then we actually talked during the day and in the afternoon, in the middle of my day. This time around, he was opposite. He's working nights. So he's not up until 1.30 my time, and then he's up through the evening. So I was this time around talking to him in the evening, like after 10 o'clock. Well, the problem is... I'm not really that awake in the evening time and I'm not able to think or process and sometimes I'm just kind of tired and I might sometimes get a little bit short with my words. Well, one particular evening I was talking with him because I thought, okay, even though I'm tired, I need to make time to talk and connect because otherwise he may not know that I love him. And in that process of talking, he kind of asked me some hard questions that I was not ready or mentally able to answer. And so I just spout off something just kind of short and not very positive. And that just set off a whole ripple effect of, of issues with our marriage because I, in the midst of being tired, was not able to really process anything that he was asking me beyond just, hey, just want to connect with you. And yeah, that's about all I can do tonight. <laughs> And what I have learned since then is that it is okay if we don't talk every day. In fact, it is even okay to not message each other every day, which I have to say is a little hard for me because ever since we've been married for the past 23 years, I have somehow communicated with him, whether on the phone or through messaging, just to connect. Because for some reason, I think I have to have that 
communication in order to feel loved and to feel connected with my husband. That is false and that is ridiculous to have that expectation. So here's a few of the things that I have learned through this deployment and that I hope that are helpful to you. Maybe you've already learned these, but um, these were really helpful for me to learn these this time around. Even though it's been our sixth deployment, this one has just been far different than any of the other ones. We can always learn something new. So I've learned that I don't communicate well in the evening, so I have to be intentional to make time in the afternoon before dinner or early evening after dinner to talk with him so that I can actually have a deep and meaningful conversation with him. Meaning, if we need to talk about deeper issues, my brain is capable and available to be able to do that rather than at nighttime when I, my brain's shutting down and I'm exhausted. And what that means is I have to set my alarm, my timer. Like I have set an alarm and timer for both two o'clock and three o'clock to remind me, hey, you need to connect with Kale today, make some time right now in the next hour so that you are fresh in the brain and you are able to communicate with him in a healthy way. Um, another thing that I've realized is I need to assess my mood and if I'm able to connect with him well, meaning if I am super tired because we've done something, you know, we've gone out and done some touring or we've done something really fun today, but I've gotten home and I'm just exhausted, I'm not going to be much good to him um, in talking. Or if I'm hormonal, and yes, that happens a lot to me, <laughs> um, if I'm hormonal and not able to um, be fully available in my brain because my brain's not working when I'm hormonal, then I need to say, honey, I'm just not feeling good tonight. Can we just take a break from talking? And he's of course totally like, yes, absolutely. I've also realized that in my effort to feel like I need to talk with him, sometimes I plan ahead and I say, hey, honey, you want to talk in five minutes? And then I realize, wait a minute, I'm way too tired. By the time I get the boys to bed and da, da, da. And then I go, you know what, honey, now's not a good time. And that actually sets us up for disappointment because then he's expecting to talk to me. And now I've told him, actually, no, I don't want to talk to you because I'm way too tired. That is not a good idea. So I need to assess my mood and my energy before I reach out to him and say, hey, do you want to connect? Um, also, I've realized that with every deployment, communication looks different and that's okay. You have to figure out what works well for you in that deployment and figure out what types of communication work well and what types don't and be okay with the ones that don't work as well. Like we've realized that talking on the phone has not worked out as well this time around as it has in the past. And that's just because we're dealing with a lot of issues <laughs> and he's just been a lot more down this time around. So sometimes it's really hard to see him down and I don't know how to communicate with him when he's not smiling at me. So I've learned that in order to keep up with communication, I actually enjoy doing Marco Polos, which is creating videos and sending him videos. And he'll send me a video in the morning. I've told him, I love waking up and having a video from you, just talking about what you're thinking about or something that we need to be thinking and discussing. And it gives me time to, to process and to, to um, work through whatever issue it is that we're, we're discussing, whether it's future plans or 
or things to do with the boys or our next vacation, things like that. But I've got to learn to let go of the things that aren't working as well, to be okay with that, to not feel bad that we're not communicating as well when we're talking video talk. Um, I've also learned that sometimes just doing voice talk is easier versus we don't always have to see video because sometimes, I don't know, sometimes it just gets disappointing to only, to not feel that same energy that you do when you're face to face in person and missing that physicalness of being together is really challenging sometimes and and you have to learn to just let go of that and to be okay with that. I've also learned that in an effort to save time, sometimes I'll do a quick voice recording. Um, you know, when you can just do like a one minute, um, whether on signal or, um, or text or instant messaging, just say, hey honey, I just wanna let you know um, I paid this and this bill and um, what did you want me to do about this? So that then I'm not having to waste time trying to text it all out with way too much details. Um, one final thing that we have discovered um, that can be very helpful but also challenging. Um, I, I encourage you to prayerfully seek this out because sometimes this is really hard for couples to do this, but this is our first time. Um, Kale has actually asked to have some time to where we're not communicating with each other. We're not calling each other. We're not texting each other because he needs time to connect with himself, to connect with God, and to just really reset and find out what it is that God wants to show him in the midst of what we're working through with our relationship. And I got to say, it was really, really hard transitioning into that because, like I said, we have, ever since I can remember, always connected, always communicated, even with texting, at least once a day. And it was hard for me to let go of that. But I have to say, I kind of look at it as a fast. You know, when you when you take time to fast, as in to let go of something that you normally have every day, whether it's eating or um or maybe even like a fast from Facebook or things like that. So that when you are craving that, when you can't have it, then you go, okay, God, I need your help right now. Or it, it causes me to go into God's word and to cling to a verse that, that I'm, I'm memorizing or working through so that I'm drawn to God instead of being drawn to kale to fulfill me and to make me feel loved. Now I'm learning to be drawn to God to feel that love and that joy, um, which is who you should be drawn to anyways. And so that has been very um, challenging, very and also very helpful and eye-opening um, to be able to just have that fast of not communicating for a little bit. And it can be really helpful and um, help you to just reset your mind in the right way. Again, do it prayerfully with each other and if possible, have like an end goal in mind or an end time. Say we're going to do it for a couple days or up to one week and then we'll connect again on this day. And... Um, Yes, so that can be super helpful. So again, just realizing it's so important to realize that communication is going to look different than when you are together. 
and be okay with that. Be willing to make that transition. Be willing to let go of the things that are not working well for communicating and find the things that are working well. Be okay with not communicating every single day, every single moment. Don't feel like you need that communication in order to feel loved or connected with your spouse. But use it in a healthy way to stay connected, to share about your world, and to share um, what's going on with you and to encourage one another. I hope that you're doing well and I hope that you're connecting and communicating well with your husband and um, I hope that this is helpful to you as it has been for me. Have a beautiful day ladies. We'll connect on the other side. Bye. for joining me today. If you don't want to miss another episode, please subscribe to my podcast. If you're looking for encouragement through this deployed life, whether pre-deployment, during deployment, or post-deployment, I've got group coaching for you. Hop on to deploymentbeautiful.com and find out more about my group coaching. Also, you can go to my Facebook group, Deployed Life, Strong and Courageous Military Wives. Look forward to connecting with you in those ways. Have a beautiful day.